Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 24th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and PC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, please put your camera on and let our team know. So both needs to be done. Your camera has to be on and your team, we have to, you have to let our team know. Samar? Hey, Rahul. Good morning. Uh, Samar here. Uh, quick question. I'm working with a company B, uh, but my previous employer is ready to file 485 application for me with the condition I should join them once the GC is approved. The question is, once the GC is approved, do I need to quit B to join A or I can do the, both the jobs at the same time? You can do both the jobs at the same time or you can do the same thing, what you do with your new promises. Okay. And uh, is there any uh, legal trouble in working both the companies in? No, I don't see any. No, I don't see any trouble in it. Cool. Thank you. Next person, please. It is the intention that counts. If your intention right now is to go join and then, and then later on you change the decision, that's fine. Okay. That's all it is. is. Is there a time limit, like six months, one year, how much, how long I should work? Or there is, Remember, right oh. now, it's only your intention that counts. Intention. After you get the green card, if your intention changes, it's okay. But you okay. cannot have an intention right now not to join. You can't announce it everywhere. And I'm doing this as a fraudulent thing. I'm not going to join them. And, and you announce it, that becomes a problem. Cool. But Thank if you. you're in your mind, you intend to join, just like the way my new resolution is to run 10 miles a day. Okay. But later okay. on, I change it. That's fine. Cool. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Swaroop. Uh, hi, Rahul. My question is about H-1B revocation timelines. That is, uh, I was working for a company. I left the company, so they revoked. I want to join that company back. But uh, they mentioned that they sent a letter to USCIS asking for revocation. So I, and, uh, I, how long uh, do I have uh, before I can join this company back? If they sent it, you can't join them back unless they file you again. Period. Okay, but it's not processed. Uh, for doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Once it's been released from you, you have okay. to consider it's gone. Okay, and uh, I'm having trouble with the new company. Does that mean I need to stop working or I have to leave the country? What do you mean trouble? Uh, like they are uh, they are not able to process my transfer. So you join the company without them filing the transfer? They filed for it. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, they, they, there was a serious RFE, so the attorney has not responded to the RFE. I'm running out of time. 
Yeah, you can refile a H-1B with a current company if you want to. Current company, but uh, yeah. I won't have a 994, right, for re- refiling, let's say, the revocation. The, that is to be discussed, though. You can try, you may get it, you may not get it, but you can try. Okay, if I don't get it, does that mean I need to stop working or leave the country? Let's say I don't get it. I'm both. Then you have to do both. And then you'll have to go for stamping and come back. Okay, I have to leave the country immediately. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Rupa? Hi, Rahul. Are you, are you yes. able? Yes, ma'am. I can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah. Good morning, Rahul. I do have one question on H4 EAD. Uh, mm-hmm. The question is, uh, can H4 EAD work for more than one employer? Yes, you can. You can work for four employers if you want. <laughs> yeah. But uh, will there be any immigration issues in future, Rahul? If no? there are, why would I tell you to work? Okay. And there is one more question uh, I do have. Uh, so we have GCEAD and travel card under EB3. Uh, can we go uh, to India and come back using travel card? You can. Okay. But then you will be considered to be married to the adjustment of status. Okay. Uh, will this impact if we want to upgrade to EB2? There are two ways you can upgrade it. One is you can upgrade it by filing a 485, by 485J. For filing a 485J upgrading, it will not impact though. If you want to refile the entire application though, you have to be here in a non-immigrant status. Okay. So there is something called Margarita switch. So you can come back in advance parole. You can go to Mexico and come back. It's called Margarita switch. And, uh, uh, and then you can be on H4 after that Margarita switch. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to give you a, uh, uh, email, uh, video about what this Margarita switch is. Okay. First, watch the first, uh, uh, 15 minutes of video, okay? Okay, sure. Thank you so much, uh, Rahul. Shantala? Uh, Shalini. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, so I have a question on um, on interfiling. So my current, so my previous employer has filed 485 and I have downgraded from EB2 to EB3 uh, in 2020. And uh, What's the priority have, date? Uh, uh, March 6, 2014. And now and, it has been... And is your EB3 approved? Not yet. So they have uh, they have uh, done the premium processing, uh, I believe, this week. Okay. And now, in order to um, take the interfiling, both my current and my previous employer, both are ready to do my interfiling. So which one should I be choosing? <laughs> I am I am, I'm not inclined to do interfiling right now because your EB3 is not approved. The foundation has not been established yet, though. Okay, so you want me to wait until the foundation has been established and which one would you suggest to go after that? Once I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about refiling the entire application. You can consider that too. Uh, but uh, but if the I-140 is approved, uh-huh. if you don't want to refile though, you can actually do interfiling. I would rather do with uh, company B. Company B as in the current employer, right? Right. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, okay that, they, that will, mm-hmm. Sorry, they can switch, they can switch. I would choose the company B or company A. Okay, but they haven't started any of my processes. Like, uh, oh, oh, whoa, 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 sorry, sorry. I thought the company B also has the process running. No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Company B cannot interfere. Okay. For EB2, to conversion of the EB2, they cannot. Okay. But company the... B can interfile only to retain the EB3 priority date. Okay. But company so you would A... Be be, you would be better off with company A because okay. you have a chance of moving to EB2, is right? If you right. go with company B, only EB3. Okay, got it. And my second question is, as you just mentioned, EB3 and EB2. So if I downgrade it from EB2 to EB3, so are you saying that I completely revoked EB3, sorry, EB2? EB, no, you did not. It's still active. It's still active, right? So I can mm-hmm. I can take both EB2 and EB3 whenever the dates come current. Yeah, you have to do interfiling or refiling. And I want to watch this 20-minute video that answers okay. that question. How does the system work to moving from EB3 to EB2? Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much, Rahul. The same question is discussed. All the questions you can ask, all the questions you need to know is answered there. Next person, please. Ankit. Hey, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my question. So uh, my priority date is uh, September 2014. Uh, but, you know, I changed my wife's passport, her name. Her name was FNU uh, first name. So I used my name and uh, you, based on marriage. So I want to ask the question that her passport has a different name, which used my last name, but all her legal documents use FNU, her first name. So will that cause an issue if I file for AOS? Can we split the name while filing 485 or use my last name? Absolutely will not be any problem whatsoever at all. In the 485 application, there are columns that will tell you what are all the names your wife has used ever in her life. And you Mm -hmm. can put all the names out there and they will do the FBI check. Unless she is a criminal or some nature, she will not have any problem getting the green card with you. Okay, even though the legal name and passport have different names. You are absolutely right. And approximately 2 billion women in the entire world change the names after they get the pa- after they get married. Mm-hmm. Right. And, okay. and one other concern I have is that her SSN also have different names. So she, she you know, when she came graduate. Absolutely. Absolutely not a problem, sir. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Always use the marriage certificate. That's all. Samba? Next person, please. Hi Rahul, uh, good question. So I recently changed job and I got my H1B approved. I have mm-hmm. the I-10 uh, approval. I wanted to go to India, but uh, there are no visa appointments uh, at the moment to get back into the US. So can I get visa stamping done uh, at another nation like Mexico or, or any other bordering nation to India like Nepal? Most of the countries don't allow the third country nationals to get the passport stamping. Okay. There are only Mexico and Canada and some, it's not that all the time, but most of the countries don't allow it. So you can get the stamping done in Canada and Mexico, but because of the COVID though, Mm -hmm. they are restricting the third country national, even in Canada and Mexico nowadays. 
Okay. Because what they do is the third country nationals are only promoted when there is a vacancy there. Okay. okay. That means that there is nobody else available. There are a lot of slots available there. Then they'll give it to you. Because of the COVID, it's very restrictive. Even if they give the appointments, 80% of the time, they're canceling those appointments. Got it. And would you have to have any insight on visa appointment situation in India? Now, this is this is not what I am telling you. This is not yeah, what I am suggesting you. This is what I've been listening to people, okay? They are paying some 10,000 rupees to some broker guys, and they will, you will give the passport and uh, passport, your passport and other things. And they keep checking the appointments every single minute. And then all of a sudden the appointments open, they, they book your appointment. That's what some people have told me. I'm not telling you to do it, but I'm just Got telling it. you what some people did. Got it. Okay. And don't ask me who that is. All right. Next okay. person, please. Riaz? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, I have a question regarding the EB2 AOS. Uh, so my priority dates are current. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my priority dates are current. And uh, I filed and my pending was in my AOS pending is less than 180 days. So I filed a FOIA request to see what's the what's my uh, employer lawyer has filled. And I have noticed I4 supplement J was missing employer signature. So now when I reach to the employer lawyer, she said like, wait for the RFE, then we can submit it. Like what's, what should I do? Not a, not a big deal, not a big deal. They may issue an RFE, they may not issue an RFE, who knows? Okay, so missing the employer sign on the bona fide job offer letter, I mean like on the it's not a, It's not, a, at the most they'll issue an RFE. Okay, yeah, that's all I have. Uh, thanks, Rob. Next person, please. Gaurav? Oh, hi, Rahul. Good morning. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank you for what you're doing for the Indian community. That's just great. Sure, thank you. Good with the question, so, Gaurav. Yeah, I have a simple question. So I'm on H4. My wife is on H1B. And mm -hmm. I have an upcoming visa appointment in Canada, in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. So my question is, can I just go alone while the H1B primary applicant is still in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Even if she did not get the stamping, you can still go and get the H4 stamping. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We just got our extension. So I was planning to go alone because I have a trip to... No Iceland. problem. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Amrit. Hey, Rahul. Okay. Um, thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. um, I got my uh, EB2 I-140 applied by uh, employer A. Uh, back mm -hmm. in uh, 2015, uh, mm -hmm. but my priority date is uh, June 2012. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, later in 2018, I left that company and joined another company, but we had good relationship. Uh, and hence, I continued my green card with them. Later mm -hmm. uh, in 2021, I actually uh, left the current job to start something on my own. And... Uh, um, Meanwhile, we had, uh, inter, uh, um, I mean, downgraded to EB2 in 2020, October. And in 2021, December, there was a separate EB, uh, EB2 485 uh, was sub, uh, submitted. So, my so, question... so, so you are working with company B, company A had I, 
I-140 approval in EB2. In 2020, you filed you filed EB3 to EB2, is it right? Correct. No, EB2 uh, to EB3. EB2 to EB3. And what's the priority date, please? Uh, 2012, June. Okay. And, uh, and in 2021, you filed EB2 again? Yeah. Okay. In December. And- and uh, what do you mean you you have to, you're doing something on your own so i moved to h4 right now and uh, uh, i was trying to build something on my own uh, um, considering i would be getting a ead soon but uh, we are still waiting on that so my question is uh, since i am the primary applicant on the application uh, will it be a problem uh, for my green card uh, if i am on h4 if you're not working, though, they will mm-hmm. always look at it as negative, though. But legally, you're still allowed to be not working. Okay. But they will be looking at it as very negative. Though. Okay. So I should get back on H1 soon. Okay. Or, or, or on any work. Yeah. Yes. H1 okay. or H4 or whatever it might be. Okay. I see. H4 okay. ED. Okay. Okay. Next Thank question. you. Hey Rahul, uh, good morning and thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I have a quick question. So my priority date is uh, November 16, 2012 in EB2 and with SOC code electrical engineer, right? And then our downgrade in October, 2020, I got my 140 approved and EAD and everything else. And then uh, my company changes. Did you said your, your I-140 is approved, is that right? Yes, EB3, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then your I, company changes the name. Yes. Does it mean that? Does it mean that the tax ID number has changed too? Yeah, it's a successor of interest application that they filed. So the parent company merged with them, but it, it's with the uh, well, the new one forty is with the parent company. Just to be sure. So, okay, keep going. And then uh, in in last February uh, we we refiled for EB two again because of the successor of interest, and we got that EB two one forty approved as well. And then mm-hmm. we successor- oh. Yes, you got the success of interest EB two approved. Smart, yeah, way. smart. Yeah, way. yeah. And then we interfile in March for on March four. Mm-hmm. I guess the question now comes is: so I have another job offer, a director responsibility within the same electrical power sector, but it's a higher responsibility, right? So, can I take up this job offer? Uh, what should I do? Will Will it cause? Any if I'm a, uh, who's your law firm? Uh, Aaron Fox in Washington. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, if it's a fragment, which is the number no, one in the size wise, if it's Baldo, they are fine with it. Uh, okay. I don't know. If I'm your lawyer, I'm, I'll be fine because you're still in the same electrical engineering. Though. I don't see any problem in it. But it's with a different company, though. It's a different company. Oh, director. different company. Sorry, sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's a different company. It's a director position with a lot of uh, people reporting to me. Uh, because well, we, I've been, I've been the, told that the, because the, we the profession is still the same thing. Yeah, the profession yeah, yeah. is still the same thing. Since you interfile, though, yes, they have they have come up with the 180 day yeah, rule after that's interfiling. My question. I don't I don't know where they came up with that rule though. So yeah. I'll ask you a simple question though. Yeah. If your if your salary is hundred dollars per year, how yeah. much will you be making with the new company though? Hundred and fifty. I will wait for the six months period. Oh, uh, okay. 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 Okay, so okay. the new company cannot file 485J again because it's already filed. They can, but I don't okay. know whether you'll be stuck with EB2 or EB3. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, next, because I don't know where they rule. We consider that rule as 
not legal at all and it can be fully defended but the page is only 50% extra if it's like double or more i may be lured towards it otherwise i'll wait for 180 days that's me next person please suvarna kanti hi rahul uh, my question is my i i140 both ev3 and ev2 are with company a and before i'm leaving that company uh, they filed um, uh, i485 in ev3 category and it is pending now so company b acquired company a uh, wait, so, wait 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 i140 approved or not yeah approved ev3 approved ev3 also approved what's the priority date uh, april 12 and so, uh, the company a got acquired by company b yes so so my uh, uh, h1 is also with the company b now so can i uh, request them to interfile to eb2 from company b uh, the eb2 is with company a not with yes. company b though no though because if it's acquired by company b uh, it should be a successor for interest you need to have them file an amended i140 under eb2 and then file the 485j supplement okay uh, i can request them to uh, amend the i140 first that's right just like the way previous caller did it okay okay and then so get that con- can i go to file like, i140 no, Do I have to request them to file um, one I-140 labor? Oh, no, no, no. You don't need labor, though. Just I-140 directly. Oh, okay. You, you can directly file an I-140. I mean, assuming that the company B is a successor, successor of interest. That's a little yes. bit technical word, but your immigration lawyer will know what that means. So if it's a successor of interest, you don't need to do anything. All you need to do is that file an amendment of I-140 without filing a perm labor. Get an I one forty approved, and then go into filing or refiling. Okay. 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 Next question. Vicky. Hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for you know uh, updating us on uh, every Tuesday. You know I do follow your blogs on YouTube. Sure. Thanks sure. for that, Rahul. Sure. I have a question. A couple of questions. All first question is: I have approved EB two I one forty. The priority date is September two thousand thirteen. and in 2020 october i downgraded to eb3 and i140 is approved in eb3 now uh, i want to file since since my date of filing is current i want to file mm-hmm. eb2 uh, i want to refile i don't want to interfile so i proposed to my company that i don't want to interfile i want to refile and company is willing to do refiling uh, you know so is it a good option to go with both eb2 and eb3 like can i have both of options open i uh, you know i'm just confused like will there be any negative side from uscis where they could deny that uh-huh. no sir they cannot deny it in fact they have they have they started we got couple of approvals too many approvals right now so i don't see any problem in it they will deny they will deny eventually one for eight five application previously they used to send an rfe telling us hey which one you want to proceed right now they have they try to reduce their time they are approving one and then administratively closing the other one so should i uh, should i file uh, ead document i i i one if i were you uh-huh. i will file it for eb2 
Okay. Yes. So the other question is, my wife uh, will be going out of H4 EAD because the company did not file H1B on time. So her H4 EAD is going to go out of uh, scope. So she's going to go on EB3 GC EAD. Is it okay for her to go on GC EB3 EAD? Do you, um, do you know the 100 and... Uh, when is your H1B expiring? My H1B expiring in June 2022. So her H4 um, EAD is also expiring in June 2022. And you're not extending the H1B? So they, I have, I have been asking them, but they are not actually, you know, so. I don't blame them. Uh, we recommend not to use the EAD of EB3 though, okay. but we believe that if you use the EAD, you are at 10% risk that you may be stuck with the first AOS. Okay. With EB3 basically. Right. Right. Okay. Why 10% risk is because. We don't know how they are going to implement it. Would the officer look into, hey, you didn't get an EAD from EB2 AOS. How did you start using EAD? So okay. technically you can, but I don't know how the officer will take a look into it. So I'll give you a 10% risk. You may be stuck with EB3. Okay, how about taking another scenario where my employer does my H1B premium processing and I get my H1B extended, but can my wife, uh, but since H4 EADs are taking more than of order of 12 to 17 months to approve, she has to go on EAD, EB3 EAD. Is it okay? For not exactly. Not, okay. Not, there, is a, there is a way where you can file the H4 plus EAD extension. Okay. Okay. And, uh, uh, and she can go to Mexico and come back. Okay. And she can extend the H4 EAD until December of 2000 and December of 2022. I want you to watch this video for that. But what if she does not receive her H4 EAD by December 2022? That's the reason she travels to Mexico. We got it as a Margarita magic. Okay. Watch the video. You okay. get the H1B. Her H4 is not approved. She goes to Mexico. She uses your H1B approval, saying my husband got H1B approval until 2025. I have it. They will extend the I-94 until 2025. Now the EAD is not approved, but there is a new rule that came out saying that if the H4 is approved and the EAD extension is still pending, your wife can employ for a period of 180 days after the H4, uh, after the EAD expires. Watch the video. But nothing after that, like after 180 days. Not, not, uh, not nothing after that. I hope so. You'll get the green card by that time. <laughs> I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> Next person, please. Kartik. Kartik uh, Jetty. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so uh, my H1 is until uh, August of next year. And uh, due to some health reasons in my family, I want to move to India. My employer is ready to, uh, you know, make me into an Indian employee for those few months or maybe one year. And uh, after that, he's ready to consider me coming back to US with my H1B. Is there any issues that I should foresee? When is your H1B stamping expiring? Uh, 24 August next year. Sorry, 23 August, 2023 August. So you're going to stay there for one year? Yeah. And then you come back into the yes. United States? Yes. So somewhere in March of 2023, you're going to come back. When you come back though, mm -hmm. make sure that you have enough documentation saying that you have the job here in the United States. Will you be paid in USA or in India? In India, for now. So the whole employment will be transferred to, as an Indian employee and then, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So they will they will question you whether you still have a job here in the United States, though. Okay. So I want you to get a fresh dated letter from HR okay. saying that you have been deputed to India, but you still have the job here in USA. You you have a continuation of job here, and then you're coming here, and the job still exists. Okay. Got it. Okay. And they will they may question more on that. You should be ready to answer those questions. Okay. Nothing else, right? Nothing else. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Vinod. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. A uh, quick question on the uh, refiling. Say, if I have EB3 pending and I refile with EB2 and lose a job within 180 days, can we still use EB3 EAD to? I don't. For I don't. I don't see any reason why you, should, you cannot. Okay. Uh, and regarding the interfiling 180 days reset, uh, some folks uh, I talked to said. that 180 days resets only if you are using a completely new i140 and then if you use a existing approved i140 for re, uh, interfiling it won't reset the clock is that true the whole 180 day rule is not legal according to me okay okay and uh, those thing, to... whether it's a new one whether it's a existing one the whole thing is is not legal according to us i'll take the last caller guys akarju Nagarjun hey, hi, Ra hi Rahul uh, thank you yes, sir. this is uh, Nagarjun my i am with company a my priority mm -hmm. date is may 2015 but my company mm -hmm. current company is asking me to leave the company uh, so i filed uh, h1b transfer to new company company b uh, but uh, company a if my priority date comes like uh, if like last month if it moves for one year uh, then they are ready to file my 485 is it okay uh, to uh, to file company a or should i restart my entire uh, labor i140 uh, company b why why did they tell you to move out of the company though because um, uh, they they are merging with different company uh, so they don't want to uh, they got some internal project so they are asking either to change my technology and move to, move as a permanent employee to them or move to company b i am doing yeah, consulting I'm, I'm, to third party i got the point yeah i mean if they are willing to file a 485 uh, i will file the 485 if you want as a backup plan you can have the current company file the i140 uh, labor and i140 though but yeah i will definitely take the offer of filing the 485 with the old company if they give okay. it i'll i'll do the namaskar and take it <laughs> okay. okay there won't be any problem okay thank you yeah thank you Thank you guys the next conference call will be tomorrow at 3:30 I'm sorry we couldn't take all the people today Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review For more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com Have an awesome day